0: Hi, I'm Charlie, and this is TV in the Kitchen, a post episode recap show where I'm joined by my friends Sean and Sam to break down the latest series. Currently, we're reviewing season four of Succession, with our episodes releasing Monday mornings. In April, we'll be adding on Barry season four as well, with episodes releasing on Tuesday mornings. Thanks for listening. Succession season four just started. It's good to be back. Been, what, yes. like a year and five months now since last season?
1: actually it ended in december so like oh, a little over through. There. Okay. yeah
0: like this is, always, this yeah, is always show, like a show that uh like takes me a minute to get reacquainted with each season you guys have recently rewatched it there right
1: yeah i have yeah i agree with that just like there's a i don't even know how to describe it there's just like a way the characters talk that is like so <laughs> unique to every other show like it, every other sentence is like a metaphor or a euphemism yeah it takes some getting yeah. used to
0: it's uh yeah i was noticing that with just like particularly like kendall like in the way he like addresses business yeah. it's like you're trying to like follow along and like what's what's happening with like a business conversation he's like the the shit and the
2: fucking like
3: yeah uh, he, yeah, yeah word. uh
2: <laughs> yeah jeremy strong plays that character so well it's just like hilarious because he's it's like also... this like rich kid who like got an mba from like stanford or something or Harvard, and then it's, like, just, Things like, trying elective. to be, like, a corporate buddy while trying to be hip. It's, like, so weird. Yeah, just As... like,
1: season one, like, the intro to him is, like, he's, like, listening to music in his car, and then he <laughs> says, like, I think your company's the shiz to, um, Lawrence, so, yeah.
2: Yeah, that's, oh, my God, season one is so, so sweet. Oh,
0: And even in this episode, I mean, it kind of, it opens with, them. Um, they're in their their new that is the, like a new yeah, location right? they've kind of they've, they've settled they've settled in LA now which is yeah. like a new uh new development that's cool um yeah Kendall walks in he gives gives his fist bump to the <laughs> just those little touches are so great
2: I know yeah it's hilarious his whole persona is just so funny just wanna say for the, the full
0: episode, I feel like this was such a great way to get reacquainted though, because like I said, it can be it can be a kind of a hard show to readjust to. So I'm glad it's like rather than just delving straight back into the conflict from last season, some time has passed and there's like this almost little like confined one episode story arc to like just sort of readjust as to how things how things work and obviously it's like it's part of this this greater chess match between Logan and the siblings but it's uh I I love the formatting of this one it it definitely like helped me kind of get back on track and re-familiarize myself
1: yeah and I liked in this one it's like the way we've never really seen in any of the previous seasons like the siblings and Logan being like completely split up like this so we see a lot more unique dynamics between the characters that maybe we haven't seen as much in previous seasons which I liked yeah totally so
0: let's start from uh we we've, we've got we've got the two sort of interspy storylines with uh stuff going on at Logan's birthday party and
3: then uh and then in the, with with the siblings and in, in their, their building. So um I absolutely
0: love this whole like subplot of Greg bringing a date.
3: Yeah, no, uh,
0: it
1: was so good. Greg is just like he always kind of has been but He's becoming like slimier and slimier as a character i also it's so funny that the nickname he came up with is the disgusting brothers yeah. and based <laughs> on the conversation at the end with shiv like people know they're calling themselves that which is so, so funny. funny to me
2: yeah it seems like it seems like the the tom and greg alliance has strengthened strengthened in the last three months <laughs> since yeah, he- that the end
1: that of the timeline last season we've also seen logan's i guess like girlfriend carrie has kind of strengthened her position with the way she talks to Greg. yeah i that was I,
3: hilarious
0: it's I, it's always and I, I think part of what i what i have to adjust to with the show is always like remembering like there i feel like there are son of like there, sorry a ton of like assistant characters that each 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 person has and like i i was like thinking when she was talking she was, like has she always been like this like i i don't remember her like being so like fiery the last the last season, so that was just like a totally
1: new. Yeah, no, she definitely wasn't. Definitely has gained that, and yeah, I think the biggest thing here is like you re- like Logan's always kind of hated everyone else, but you just realized throughout the episode like you see him being like lonely, which is a really new thing with him. It
0: felt like I mean, well dive more into this later but it feels like in in like some weird way he he kind of misses his his kids being around yeah he definitely
1: does in like i i guess he does i know that in interviews brian cox has mentioned that logan does love the kids even if it's in like a really abusive messed up way and yeah you could definitely see it throughout the
2: episode yeah he likes our company and like we can get into it later but when he's just like sitting around asking people to like make jokes and roast him. Yeah, yeah yeah he's just like waiting That's for me. like that one like roman zinger to like make fun of someone in the room like
1: yeah seeing that scene at the end where it's like him tom greg and then Jerry, carl frank and it just makes <laughs> me realize like he wants them to tell a joke and i'm just imagining so many scenes from prior seasons if you took away Kendall, Shib, and Roman, and just left the rest because they're always making like the one liners and the zingers. And when it's just the rest, it's like just so much less funny. Yeah, so even like Logan was missing it.
0: They're a team with a lot of talent, but no glue guys.
1: They have no glue guys, definitely. No glue guys.
2: Greg's trying to fill that role, though. Greg is trying
1: to, yeah. The Greg just said, Okay, uh, where are your kids, man? Where are your kids, (laughs) Logan? It was amazing. (laughs) (laughs) their back and forth
0: was hilarious (laughs) that whole
1: scene it was so good one of my favorite dynamics in this show is Jerry Frank Carl there's like not that many scenes but you kind of saw it at the shareholders meeting like they kind of all I guess they've worked with each other for a while but they're always trying to get like get each other make each other it's like kind of siblings not wanting to tell their parents something like that's what I feel
2: yeah they're getting Carl to deliver the news. Yeah, totally. That is funny, yeah. They are like the geriatric versions of uh, Kendall, Roman, and Shiv in a way. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, at least in the relationship towards Logan. Yeah,
1: I think another great part of that scene with Greg is at the start, first he asks like Carl to make a joke who has no fucking idea what to do yeah. and then Frank just like <laughs> um, Logan, what a tough nut to crack. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not even a joke, not... <laughs>
2: Yeah, but, uh, he thought it was funny. Yeah, so funny. Jerry actually would be pretty funny because she is pretty. Funny, Jerry, we've seen her but... like
1: with Roman. She could be very witty and funny, but I think like you know Logan, super sexist and misogynist. So I think yeah. she was smart to, to kind of chill.
0: Yeah, let's start back from the beginning for a minute. Um, so Tom kind of him and Shiv have this phone call, which is. Simultaneously, like revealing of the the this, this state of their relationship, and also um, presents like the plot of this episode. It's like the inciting incident where they're like, "Okay, why is he, why is he with Pierce? Why why was this happening?" They acquire the intel that uh, allows for the plot to progress. Um, so I mean, let's let's talk about Shiv and Tom for a minute. Where their relationship's been the past three months?
2: Yeah, I mean, clearly they're and they've mentioned it a couple times in the episode, they're separated after the events that unfolded at the end of last season. Um, And honestly, like, Tom, I've always felt that Tom was the most pathetic person in the show since season one, but he has finally, like, kind of, like, stepped up a bit since the end of last season. I mean, Mm -hmm. like, obviously he had his whole thing at the end of season three, like, uh, kind of taking sides with Logan. but now i feel like he is him like being away from shiv i think is a good thing for him although throughout the episode we still get tastes of uh the classic tom i'd say
3: sure
1: yeah i think that um i know this isn't the type of show to do flashbacks so i think they both obviously know i think that there's like that, that bedroom scene with them last season where Shiv says, like, I don't love you, which I think was the main deal breaker. And then the final straw was Tom's betrayal. But it seems like something neither of them wants to talk about. Like they're just putting that discussion off. So I think there's still a lot of tension there that is gonna unfold throughout
3: sure. this episode. Here's yeah, awesome. and I think sorry, go ahead. I was
2: gonna say real quick, I think that it's weird that tom talks about pierce um and like kicks off this whole uh series of events um maybe it's kind of like a subconscious thing of him feeling bad and he's trying to give them some info because if he mentions nothing about pierce i don't think like the plot of the episode really happens do you think um, do you think it's that, it
0: that like some sort of loyalty to his wife or does he is it more that he like wants he knows like he must know that there are like there are rumors being spread about him like like, hanging out with models or whatever, and that, uh like, I don't know, he doesn't want her to get the wrong impression that he's, like, with someone that, like, on, like, a date that might have more meaning to it.
2: No, I think it's really the Pierce thing. I think, like, at the end, like, he does say that as they're talking, but I think because he's talking about Pierce, there's, like, um some underlying... Because he's talking about how he was, like, hanging out with Naomi, mm-hmm. and so clearly there was some underlying... I, um, I don't know,
1: though, if he could have, like, pieced together that by him saying that they would, like, go for the deal. Like, you think he's, like, dropping a hint to Shiv, kind of?
2: I think maybe. I don't think, like, yeah. it was, I don't think he anticipated this uh, the outcome at the end of the, of the episode. Um, But I think maybe, like, subconsciously he's still kind of trying to do something good for Shiv.
0: Well, we see him um, kind of
2: react to them getting the news. Like, that scene we're talking
0: about where, like, uh, Carl, Jerry, and, and Frank are all, like, kind of discussing, like, oh, this is, like, the, the siblings are the ones that are they're they're bidding against us, and he's like, oh, like, anything could have happened, you know, like, like, I mean, do, do we feel like that was, like, telling that, like, like, I mean, he, he obviously realizes it was him. But is that yeah. telling that he did it purposefully, or that he, like, is just, like, a slip-up, and he's like, oh, like,
2: yeah, I think it could go either way. I am personally feeling like it's a little bit of a flip up. I don't think he's going to try and, he's trying to like sabotage Logan or anything. Mm-hmm. But I think perhaps like he, he kind of feels bad about Shiv. And I mean, at the end of the episode, like he wants to talk to her about things, but she's not really having it. Um, so I mean, it's, I don't know. I don't really know where his motivations lie. I don't think he has any yeah. reason to be loyal to Shiv. But it's possible um,
0: though that, I mean, he, he does seem to want to be loyal to her and, and yeah. that's like that is sort of how he goes about like trying to earn affection is by like like kind of making moves for them. It's like he's like it's like acts of service in a way in the 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 way that exists when you're like a a mega yeah. billionaire you know <laughs> i just <laughs>
1: yeah. i think it's up because I feel like looking at this show historically, so many of the the biggest events have been driven by characters messing up like you have back in season one kendall's making the speech and has like left a note for himself to make a joke about his dad retiring and then connor sees it and thinks it's real and that drives like the biggest the the takeover threat in season one and then season two bore on the floor basically starts from like greg taking that meeting so i think it like yeah. looking at the show in the past it might just be a slip up to drive everything.
2: That's true. I think that yeah, I think that's a good way of putting it actually. That that would, that would make more sense with the show. And yeah, I don't think Tom, yeah, I don't think Tom has enough reason to like you know just like handing an opportunity away. It wasn't even like an opportunity he was handing away, but just like uh giving information for no good reason. I think I did yeah. rewatch a fair bit was just the last
0: like Two frames of Succession Season 3. And,
3: uh... Oh, the like, look, like, the look, shift, expression things. changing.
0: Yeah. I mean, what a, what a, like, crazy ending, though. I don't think I fully realized yeah. at the time how, like, wild of an ending for a season that was.
2: It was kind of Godfather-esque. Yeah. Like <laughs> the doorway framing. Yeah. Um, in a way. Definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I really liked that. That, that is like a, a good peak for the show, for sure.
0: Let's talk about Connor. Connor's presidential election for a bit. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we I'm... can. We can. We can knock out their their whole little arc from this episode. It's just two scenes. Yeah.
1: Not that much happens. I. Willa has kind of changed her look to be like full on Republican wife, which is funny to see. <laughs> and um, yeah, Connor. I guess from this episode it kind of revealed that each sibling has like around 1.5 billion dollars or so so him just like spending a hundred million for like nothing still seems like pretty insane to me even though
0: he's rich there's a
3: lot of like
0: yeah there's a lot of talking in this episode about like the value this money has to them which i thought was interesting just uh i mean it was something we talked about in the white lotus a bit with like uh uh, at the end, with like Dominic and and having to pay for uh uh I'm blanking yeah like the fifty thousand euros yeah just like yeah. lost uh, to Lucia yeah and that being yeah. like nothing to them but this is like they're they're throwing out numbers like one hundred mil or five hundred mil it's like is it's five hundred mil like worth like a like a like a statement or is one hundred mil worth like a a spot in the conversation like these yeah. I yeah, just that so the
1: status like matters to them way more than the money, it seems. Like like yeah, being totally. someone who they think like matters.
2: Yeah, and that's <laughs> been the case like throughout the entire show. Like even back to like season one, they were always talking about how like they want the company or yeah, I think actually more so in season two. During the bear hug, like in the beginning, they were talking about how like they don't want to lose the company. They want to, like, be people who have, like, influence. Um, yeah. And Connor's doing it in his own little way, like, in a total buffoon.
3: Um, Even but it's the great. The so um,
1: season three is, like, when they're all sitting in the room sad, it's, like, they all stood to make hundreds of millions on a deal, but it was literally that none of them would be just given CEO of one of the biggest companies in the world, and that's what they were, like, crying about, so. hmm
2: Totally, yeah. Yeah, no, you know, totally status-driven, power-hungry. Classic yeah, Royce. But,
1: but, but going back, so next scene, we have the siblings, they learn about the deal, and then there's that funny scene where they're kind of, like, they obviously want to do Pierce, and they're trying to explain the reasoning, like, bringing the company to the future, like, you know, Kendall's corporate jargon, but it's <laughs> so obvious that Shib and Kendall just want to screw over Logan.
0: Sure, yeah. Yeah. I love Kendall talking about content. For some reason, it's just like the most yeah. most amusing like thing to hear talk. Like it's just like like Kendall's like kind of assessment of talent is such a funny concept to me. Like it, the the episode where he's like throwing like his birthday party and he's like talking about like the playlist he wants. Was like oh, I want like all bangers all all the time, and, like stuff like that. In <laughs> this episode, it's just like like the the hundred best like like uh, media people.
1: And, yeah, it's like New York Times meets The Economist meets <laughs> something meets something. It, watching it back, you realize like how meaningless so many of the things say, and it's also hilarious how hippie tries to sound when I think he's actually like forty-one in the show. Forty-one, yeah, can, it's be, so funny. 41 can be. Forty-one could be him. He should be. You know, be like going, <laughs> fishing with his kids.
2: Yeah. Too. True. I know. Yeah. Yeah, he's totally like like one of the he's he's up there with like a, as one of the most neglectful like TV fathers. Could we be
0: I'm the uh, the media guys on or the the film and TV media guys on on the hundred?
1: I think so. I think he could <laughs> slot honestly <laughs> <us in> hundred.
2: <laughs> Maybe like yeah, his, his podcast close. his podcast site.
1: I also, as an aside, I don't get what's so unique. Like, don't most. Even like Bill Simmons, The Ringer has like okay, we have sports, we have shows, we have movies, we have you know like music. Like what is supposed to be so unique about having like a hundred unique people? Like I feel they're every the
3: best. They're the, <laughs> like,
2: they're the best, dude. A hundred experts, man. Maybe. I the wonder who. I wonder if he experts.
0: has like an idea of who the hundred best are in these cat. Like who? Who's like the number? The number three. Like he <laughs> yeah, New York whole, City. Like like style, <laughs> yeah. He's got the full, like updated, like hourly power rankings of like the top two hundred, uh, like after shows podcasts.
1: Yeah, maybe you never know, but yes, yeah, so that happens. They go to meet with the Pierce's, and then there's the next scene, which is the most interesting one for me in the show, where Logan goes with his bodyguard, Colin, to like i don't know maybe a, a sushi restaurant or something and it was, it was like a diner. diner it was like a was diner like, yeah
0: i love yeah. seeing him walk through central park that was so amusing to me yeah,
1: yeah that was cool and they just start discussing like what is a person and it's such an interesting insight into like logan this scene firstly because he thinks like his bodyguard it's his best friend which yeah. i mean it's kind of sad for him and then him describing people as like Economic units in a market, and like that's all they are.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, it's pretty crazy. It's like one. it's like Logan at his most candid, I think, in the entire series. Yeah, yeah. I think I and it's really interesting to see. It's like, it felt like, uh, like,
0: like two drunk guys at a pub, like him, like, kind of like getting vulnerable, except he was just like having dinner. I mean, it's it's, it's like straight yeah, like I separation mean. from his kids, just giving him that sort of, but I yeah, mean, I
1: think like a reoccurring thing in the show is that none of the Broys seem to have like any idea i guess this dates back to like logan with his uncle who was abusive like none of them seem to understand what like a loving relationship is supposed to be or like just human connection Mm -hmm. like you see with connor willow you see like Roman with his issues shim and tom kendall it's like all of them all like kind of stems from logan
0: i loved even i mean i i love the the bit about like people being monetary units, and, but I really love just, like, him getting kind of existential there at
2: the end.
3: Yeah, I yeah and know. it's funny
2: because Connor is like, or Colin is totally taken aback. He's like, yeah, right. Um, you know, he just, like, doesn't really know what to say.
0: But he still kind of, he plays it off, like, I was kind of expecting him to fumble around a bit, but I actually felt like Colin played it off kind of, kind of admirably. Like, he said, he said the right things, and that's why Probably why Logan. That's
1: why he's Logan's best friend. He's he's best, Logan's yeah. best
3: pal. <laughs> my best. Pilot, yeah, best it was also,
1: I wasn't sure because we know like Logan had a Catholic background. So when he was saying about the afterlife, like I'm not sure, but I have like my thoughts or something. Like, did he think he's going to hell, or am I completely on? Like, I no. There. I think I'm he
2: like... just thinks that it's nothing because he was yeah. saying before how he thought it was nothing. Yeah. So, yeah, I think he's just like he's got to get his nut while he's living yeah and
0: uh yeah, I love the bit about Greg's date asking Logan for a selfie. <laughs> oh my God right.
2: Greg's date. Greg was so funny in this episode. My God,
1: yeah, it kind of sucks that that and his conversation with Logan were off screen, but like I know. Like, the aftermath Dude. was also kind of are... I would have really liked to see those scenes though.
2: Yeah, I really wish that we had him talking with Logan, just because the way he phrases Greg's dialogue is always the most interesting. He has just the weirdest phrases that he pulls out of his ass. He's it's, like, it's, "We were standing so there, and then we just because, put our hands like, in each other's pants and yeah, yeah, like, all these other characters. <laughs> they like
1: went to a private school. They'd been in like high society, so we kind of get like, like, like why Kendall talks the way he does. I have no clue why Greg, who's like probably upper middle class in Canada like speaks the way he does.
2: He's just trying to like, he thinks like he needs to like say these things to fit in, I guess, but it's like so overblown.
1: Yeah, another thing with Greg that I noticed in this episode is he seems like way less afraid of Logan than some other characters. Like you see Tom like broaching the subject of divorce and he's like terrified and Logan, I mean not Logan, Greg just seems like Willing to say these things to Logan, which is like interesting to see.
0: I mean, I feel like they have the most. I mean, I mean, Logan seems to connect with Greg in a way, that he doesn't connect yeah, with the others.
1: Yeah, weirdly enough.
0: Yeah. Is there, yeah, because Greg's just like Greg's a killer. Well,
1: yeah, Greg's Greg not, yeah, he's like a
3: little
0: bit killer. I think Greg's a killer.
1: I think, uh, we'll yeah. We'll talk I about
2: think... it in the fantasy draft <laughs> coming up, but <laughs> <laughs> Greg's... I, don't know. Greg, I don't know. I don't know if Greg is too much of a killer, yeah, but. It's like he he tried. I mean he'll he'll like have his moments. He has had his moments, like in season one with Jerry, and um he's always got his eye on things. But in the end, I think Logan likes him because he could be useful sometimes and he's never a threat.
3: Um yeah. sure. to
2: Logan at least. And then and he's also just like so fucking weird that it's funny for Logan. Um I, I think Greg yeah, Tom, is a killer.
0: So I, I we can we can we can move on for now. I just to me he's like He's, like, willing to, like, dive into the shit to come out of the other side, you know? Like, he, he's... Yeah. He I think, feels like I think he he'll bring like anyone in mood, with him, To
3: Yeah.
2: He feels like he's, like, safer since he's, like, just, like, so, like, loosely related. I mean, he is a cousin, but, like, a second cousin, so... Mm-hmm. um, But, yeah, it's really funny. Like, Tom is such, an, such a different position. Because he is, like... He doesn't mean anything to anyone when if he's not married to Shiv. I, yeah, think. I don't that. think Logan sees. Yeah, I don't think Logan sees any value in him if they're not married um, and they don't have like a line of communication that can be leveraged. So, and that's kind of the message I think Tom got uh, yeah, from that little conversation. Just,
1: You know, if we're good, we're good, which doesn't mean anything really.
2: <laughs> yeah, and he said that before. Logan has said that to people before, I think, in previous seasons. He says that. I feel like I've he heard says, that
1: line. Aha, uh-huh, all the time. <laughs>
2: Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think Tom is just on shaky ground. And I think he, that's why I, I kind of feel like he ends up in a similar position that he's been in for most of the series. Um by the end of this season.
1: Yeah, definitely. So I um, guess like the next oh no, sorry, go ahead.
0: Like... Well, I was just gonna say Tom and Tom and Greg moving on to uh <laughs> Greg tells like his like story of sneaking into the guest bedroom and Tom like scares him into there's cameras, and that Logan would like check it and drill, convinces him he has to go admit it. This <laughs> was yeah. cracking me up so much.
1: Classic, like Tom Greg <laughs> dynamic. Like Tom still just kind of screwing him over, but it's weird because like I know Tom like has genuine affection for Greg, but just like loves doing shit like this to him. But I guess like he doesn't yeah. really have anyone else he can like pull rank on.
2: No, dude, that Greg is the only one. That's why he does it. Yeah, yeah, it's like it's it's his opportunity to kind of like let out his uh, power tripping desires.
0: Such a funny like, like, I mean, amidst like this like serious like bidding war that's going on, like Greg just like like being like, I like, can we can we talk over there? <laughs> like, I, I I fucking I love him so much. I was cracking up so much in the whole team. I know.
2: Oh my god. Um, but, yeah, I guess, like, we can talk about the bidding. They kind of just – clearly, um, Pierce is just playing both sides, and they end up getting what they want. Mm-hmm. And um seems like they're paying an exorbitant amount of money. Yeah, it seems like dollars.
1: they, they – I don't know. Maybe it was smart to, to get, like, a weird takes-all offer. It seems like they messed it up a little bit.
2: Totally. I mean, I yeah, they like, just, like – Played into Pierce, the Pierce desires. They yeah, just wanted to sell I, some
1: more. I also, I think the Pierce's are such a good, like, representation of, like, a certain type of, like, I don't know, I guess, like, liberal, like, elite, like, they, they pretend they're, like, so far above it, but, I don't know, I just, like, really like Dan Pierce as a character, I think it's hilarious.
0: Like, or just pretending
2: to, to be, it. like, oblivious, yeah. like, oh, these numbers.
1: <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I care like more about the culture, or whatever, so.
2: Yeah, totally. It's definitely, yeah, it gives me big NPR vibes. Um, (laughs) And, uh, but, um, yeah, it was funny to see. I mean, because what's interesting is that, I mean, I guess we'll see how it plays out during the season, but a big thing last season, and it's like Tom's big line, is that Logan has never been fucked, or he's never seen Logan get fucked. And so, I mean, they, they, they beat him out on this deal, but I don't know if Logan is necessarily getting fucked because of it. Yeah, it
0: seems like uh the competition kinda got to Kendall a bit. Like uh going for the ten unnecessarily.
3: Yeah, totally. I think Ryan they like had the had round the right numbers. Answer. Yeah. It, it it
2: shows their the their simple mindedness um often that they often uh put on display, but especially in this moment they're like, Yeah, it's giving nice round number. Like So
0: <laughs> this 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 what they're buying has been like considered like kind of like a relic right like this is like a failing property essentially right
1: yeah, yeah. i guess it would be not cnn like i don't know like nbc maybe
2: well i would Perhaps. say like even less like because like I yeah think, i think npr is actually a good example or like i mean this is yeah they seem like they're like it's like a like a left-leaning like big news organization um that like is like has just had like a depleting like viewership i guess um so and they're like only news they're not like uh waystar where they're just like invested in like so many random and different things Mm -hmm. um and it's just like a massive conglomerate that it's like a smaller like just like news brand i guess right but but yeah so they're just trying to like kendall and shiv and roman are just gonna try and take it over, I guess, and make
3: mm. their make their thing.
1: And um, it will definitely go well, as we've, like, seen in the totally. show what happens in the <laughs> three,
3: so.
0: Congratulations oh, on dude. saying the biggest number, you fucking morons, a... <laughs> <laughs> They'll laugh yeah. after because, they, I mean, they, they got him mad, sure, but.
1: Yeah. 10 billion, like, spending all the money you have to make your dad mad, I guess, was the
3: play. <laughs> that,
0: that is a play. I love the back and forth in these scenes. Just like you're, you're, you're not like it's like it's not lined up perfectly in sync, but like it's like you you like switch back and forth, and you know one of them's about to get about to get a, like a phone call, but you see like the moments before it and that sort
1: of. thing. Yeah, it's yeah, just... I love it. Just like they make like basically like a Zoom meeting kind of seem really exciting, just like a call basically.
3: Uh huh. Um yeah let's talk a little bit about the uh do you have
0: a joke scene yeah do you have any jokes yeah um i mean we were talking before about how it's like kind of showing the you like misses it's i i it's like an interesting way to look at it is like is you you think of these, these these the siblings especially in like the way they talk and how like absurd of like a method of communication it is but it it's like that is truly something that they get from logan.
1: Yeah, no, they're totally. definitely. Like from growing up, and I feel like from their mother too, kind of mm-hmm. as we've seen yeah. from Caroline. Oh,
2: absolutely. Yeah, she's just like totally cold, and like we'll say like um, extreme shit that would make most people uncomfortable. But
3: it's how they all communicate with each other. Mm-hmm. Just like, I mean, such a <laughs> such a crazy way
0: to talk, and it's like it, it's it's almost like you 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 don't imagine like. Logan being is like expressive and witty as the other. I mean, he's obviously witty, but he's like far more gruff and quieter. I would say that, uh, like you, you don't imagine really the the, the language is like the same. But I mean that that is like, it's, like that that that's where they get it from, and that's what he likes to be around. If even if he doesn't, he he never says it yeah Yeah, and like greg
1: and tong are clearly such like an off-brand greg's actually like a complete off-brand version of what his kids are Mm
2: -hmm. yeah totally it's like oh yeah because all greg knows is like just trying to like mimic them in some weird way um but it's very inauthentic um but yeah it is yeah i think it really does come down to just He's not used to like this environment without where his all three of his kids are against them. I mean, he said points where Kendall was just against them. Yeah, Viv was mad at him.
1: Playing them against each other it seems to be like his favorite thing to do.
2: Yeah, and but yeah, Roman is like always was always at his side really. Um in the last 3 seasons um until now obviously. Um so it's a new scene for Logan. And um yeah, he doesn't know how to operate.
1: Yeah, that thing's like him not knowing how to operate, especially at the end. It's like midnight on his birthday, and mm. he's watching like the after show of Fox News.
2: So, <laughs> so funny. <laughs> <laughs> that was so fucking
1: funny. Everyone yeah, "What, it's so, like like what did he say?" Looks like a toupee. ball stuck in a toupee. <laughs> yeah.
2: God, it's so funny. Just calls up Sid. <laughs> I watch this shit at night. What the fuck is going on here? <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: uh. <laughs> One last, uh, quick note, I love in Tom, like, kind of, like you said, like, showing some competence and, like, being sort of confident and working, working his way on the phone a bit, but then the moment he's on the phone with Shiv, it's like his body language changes and he's, like, he's turning away from the rest of the people in the room cause they're all, while they're all, like, watching him, like, on the phone with his wife, he's, like, definitely afraid mm-hmm. I mean, they have the, the yeah. whole conversation at the end.
2: Yeah. And I mean, like, he's just like totally stuttering. He's just <laughs> retreating into his submissive self. Yeah. Um, the way he usually is around Shiv. Um, so, yeah, I think that's all kind of, like I've been saying, just like foreshadowing his regression mm-hmm. um, this season. But I guess, like, uh, what I'm curious is uh, if we want to get some quick predictions, like, what's like a big prediction you guys have for? how this season pans out.
1: Big prediction for me is that one of the core family members will die in this season.
2: And who would you pick for that?
1: I I would pick uh, Logan or Kendall. I think I'd pick Logan. I think Logan will, like, die by the end of the season.
3: Gotcha. Yeah. Mine, I think it'll be... I agree. I I think the fact that season
0: one ends with something fatal occurring. I think there's like, in in my mind there 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 would be like some sort of like karmic retribution where the show ends with someone dying. Though I don't I don't feel like it'll be a family member. I feel like Logan could pass away from natural causes. I feel like if someone's going to die, maybe Tom.
3: Ooh, that would okay. be pretty crazy that's an interesting one
2: yeah Yeah, yeah, anyway, it'll be interesting to see what they do with Tom's character because I feel like he could get into a pretty bad scenario if him and Shiv are getting divorced he's like no longer useful and uh yeah he's just like losing like his his life is kind of falling apart mm-hmm. um I kind of think like I don't think this will necessarily happen but I could see it happening I just it would take I feel like it would kind of take a quite a bit to get there but i think kendall could end up dying from like an overdose on something yeah i I kind
1: of feel kendall needs a win just because he's lost like so many times yeah no he
2: has yeah
0: but i think his win is gonna come incidentally
3: yeah i feel like they've hinted at him dying
0: or like coming close to death already i feel like he you can't just like go back to him like drowning in a pool. Like I like obviously they would do the same thing, but it's like they've
2: already kind of like I feel like we've seen Kendall at his lowest. I agree. I yeah, I just think like it would make sense for him to come full circle, um and like back into like deep drugs and then just fuck up one day mm-hmm. and uh overdose and die. Well, but let's, let's get into in our fantasy time,
0: draft because be we can we can go uh we will go through all the characters anyway at this point, and uh, I'm sure I'm sure we'll have some some disagreements over our picks. So yeah, we're doing a fantasy draft. We're doing this snake draft style, so which means we're gonna go in order of Sean is gonna get the first pick, Sam is gonna get the second pick, and then I'm going to get the third and fourth pick, and then back around in a loop like that. Uh, there are 15. Available players that we can draft onto our basketball rosters. Um, yes. That they're not playing basketball. They are. Uh, they are. They're competing for world dominance in teams of five. Uh, we're, we're the the value which we'll reassess at the end of the season. We're trying to predict who will essentially perform the best in like the the climate of this show throughout the season. Okay. Uh, and
3: one
1: one thing: Are we picking them mainly for like their personality attributes, or like if I pick Logan's, that mean I get all of Logan's money? <laughs>
0: <laughs> you, you, get,
3: as... <laughs> you
0: you well you can have Logan's money just because I I appreciate you being on the pot, but where it's more of like you um
3: you're building a team.
0: You're building to, a like, team so to like. Yeah, to get, exactly, exactly. You like you you want to pick the people that you think will be in the best position uh, financially or in terms of power or social status by the end of the season.
3: Yeah.
0: Okay. So I'm so, going to run through the players. We've got Logan, all three siblings, Kendall, Chevrolet, or you're excuse me, Roman. you forgetting the eldest son? I'm forgetting um, the eldest. Oh, I was okay. going to go for him next. Connor, all three siblings plus one. Tom, Greg, Jerry,
3: Harry, Lucas Mattson, Carl, Dewey, Frank, Marsha, and uh,
0: we're throwing in Colin, the bodyguard, because if this episode has been an indicator of anything, is that he has has room to make uh, vertical moves in the company, I think.
1: With the first pick in the succession draft, I am going to pick logan because he i've never seen logan get fucked once um <laughs> I don't, it's true it's always been like it has a lot of control over like the news network the presidential race um all those kids are still afraid of him so, so yeah i think logan is my number one pick but sean logan's old
3: <laughs> old. He's Logan old, might,
1: man. He could die. It's it's a it's a high risk, of word. It's a bit like I don't know, maybe like Zion. What? You know, there's health concerns. What, if, but, what um,
0: if what if Logan has a stroke midway through episode three?
3: I would. Then, just, then I'd, I'd probably lose. That's
1: it's it's the risk you have to take. I feel Logan. <laughs> Like six feet underground it's still a better pick than some of these other characters, though. <laughs> Old name names, but shout out
2: Connor. Okay, shout out. All right,
0: Sam. All
2: right. Second overall pick. Um, although this character
3: has had some lows, and is not always honestly like sometimes gets fucked.
2: I'm going with Shiv Chip Roy has the energy to be a leader. She is the smartest Roy sibling, and wow. um, she will like be able to. She's the most palatable out of the crew, um, even though she is like totally a piece of shit. But I like Chip in my squad.
1: You you watch Kendall give all those cool pitches, and you don't think you're the smartest Roy?
3: No, dude. You honestly <laughs> like sorry. <laughs> Kendall's a fucking
0: idiot. But, okay i'm going to i take two now i'm gonna take yes. roman uh i mean we had the conversation about kendall i uh, i he me he's kind of risky i feel like kendall like i i i just i can't see him either deserving a win or dying but i feel like he's kind of like reached the point where He's like talking about Buddhism in the in the trailer. He's like he he kind of
1: <laughs> talking about Buddhism turned you off the pick.
0: Well, it's just I feel like he's like he's reaching like a state of Zen where he's like he doesn't quite have the Mamba mentality anymore and he doesn't really uh he's he's not he's not uh self destructive enough to like really throw the ball I don't know, he's just not a topic for me. So I'm gonna go with Roman. I uh, I feel like Roman, in this episode, to me, he had the right instincts. He was trying not to make things personal, trying to keep things about their business, keep things about the brand. He didn't want them to spend $500 million needlessly. Uh, I respect that. Uh, and I'm going to go with my next pick for uh, number four with Lucas Mattson.
3: Because, Wait, I mean, awesome. he was not
0: in this episode, but I do know that... Uh, they there's going to be an episode
3: centered in, uh. I I believe there's going to be an episode centered around episode? him, in Norway. Oh, yeah.
2: Oh, really? So, Just him?
0: I I to my understanding, yeah. To my understanding, they're exploring his character more this season. Huh. I, I mean That's I know we're gonna I I think we're gonna see Roman kind of go back there and sort of renegotiate with him. He is making a major business acquisition. Uh, but I feel like he kind of has the opportunity while this chaos is going in within the family to just kind of swoop in and and make the most of it. I think he's cunning and smarter than he lets on.
1: Definitely sure. smarter than the the three siblings, I think. Do yeah. Get, that is a good pick. Do I get... I get one pick now? I get... The, or no, I get, you the get pick. Oh, Snake Draft. You're right.
2: Okay. Snake Draft, buddy. Um so now I'm going with Stewie. Stewie Hosseini.
0: Oh, good. Oh. I
2: think Stewie. Stewie is the money man. He doesn't really get fucked that much. Um, even though they didn't successfully their hug keeps his money, in always. season two. Yeah. And he, he's just like a he's ruthless, man. Like he, he goes for it. So I think Stewie always is gonna end up being fine. So especially you Way better. He'll be end up ending up way better off than any any of the roy's. Um, yeah,
1: for me, Stewie is like like if what Kendall did have an abusive father, so he he seems really well put together.
2: Yeah, yeah, he's just like he's like pinnacle of like Wall Street coke banker, just like yeah. totally like he's always like zoned in and like he's he's not like too much of a drug addict to where like he's ruining his life like Kendall did. So he's got just, a, just the right amount of speed.
1: <laughs> okay. Uh so now I get I get two. Yes. Yeah. Okay, awesome. So with my second pick in the succession draft, I'm picking Jerry because to me Jerry Jerry's is like pick. the most competent of the Waystar inner circle. Like I'm not sure what frank has ever actually done in this show <laughs> i'm also not quite sure what carl has done but i we every time we see jerry like she was good when she was the interim ceo she's take, took care of like the rocket launch and a whole bunch of matters i think she could like run the ship just seems way smarter than basically every character so i'm going jerry with my second And with my third, I am going to go with Tom. All right. Because, I don't know, Tom just... He does, I think, as the season three finale showed, he has, like, that dog in him. He's a killer (laughs) willing to betray his wife. So, I don't know. I think if, you know, we really get into into the dirt, into that kind of fight, I want a guy like Tom. It's
3: a good pick. Good pick. All right. My third pick. This is getting tough for me. Um, but someone
2: who I think... Oh, shit. Okay. I think they're a safe pick just because they're one of the few remaining Roys. But I've got to go with Kendall. I gotta go with Kendall here. <laughs> as much as I think that Kendall's an idiot, I think that um, Kendall is is safe because he's got the Roy name and like, as much as like he might end up getting fucked in the end, he's not gonna get left behind. Um, like he's gonna fuck up in some way, but Logan is gonna save his ass like he did in season one, despite all of his transgressions. So, I'm going with Kendall here just to be the idiot in the room who's got the name and he's got some
3: capital to keep the ship afloat.
0: I'll run through who's
3: remaining quickly. We've got Connor, Greg, Carrie, Carl, Frank, Colin, and Marsha. Yes. I am going to select.
0: Greg, because I, like I said earlier, I think Greg is a killer. I think Greg, there's a reason Logan affects Greg in a certain way. It's because Greg is someone who comes from nothing and is willing to, not nothing, obviously, but he's, comparatively to, to the rest of them, he comes from from not as much, and uh, he's kind of willing to, to, to do whatever it takes to climb. Um, and then after that, this is kind of where it becomes <laughs> about who's the least detrimental. So, uh, yeah.
1: assuming Greg is not detrimental,
0: Greg is gonna be. He's not, <laughs> Greg's my my ace. He is.
1: He is a varied skill set for sure.
0: Greg is my Ray Allen in the twenty thirteen NBA Finals. okay yeah. Okay. Um. Okay. And I'm going to grab. I'm going to grab Marsha. I don't know if oh, I'm damn. kind. Of, I'm kind of worried because I don't. I'm. I i do not know if we're going to see much of Marsha.
1: She seems to have been kind of written off the show, which kind of sucks. that Yeah, I think she was one. She was like amazing in season two. She was
2: awesome. Marsha's awesome. She's just got eyes and ears everywhere. You just never know. I feel like she is someone
0: that could make a make a return by the end of this just to kind of swoop in and uh you know and and scoop up what's what's remaining. Is she I, I feel mean, she, like yeah. They're still married, right?
2: I think technically yeah. That's why I she's like, totally chilling.
1: like chilling would Carrie say she's like indefinitely shopping in Monaco? Yeah, exactly.
2: I'm in Milan. And so I think it was Milan at least. But maybe it was Monaco because she is French. Um but, yeah, I think that um, Marsha's a good pick because she's, like, she always, like, knows things. Like, in season one, she was always, like, telling people, like, she was, like, going off the shiv and being, like, don't be a piece of shit when she was, like, talk going to, like, talk to Gil before, like, anyone knew about it. Um, but, yeah, I do think they kind of wrote her off, like, permanently with that line because, like, that's kind of... Just... Just like an excuse to be like, she's not going to be on the show because she's just not here. Um, and they don't have to like bring her up anymore. So, but I love Marsha. I think she's a good pick. We
0: could safely assume she has some money. She's, yeah. add, she's yeah. adding oh, yeah. capital to she's my telling. roster.
3: All right, she's showing. You're up. All right, Thanks for explaining yeah, my pick Yeah, I was going to pick Marsha. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> I was going <laughs> I I to
2: pick her. I could tell the second I said, Yeah. Yeah, well, but so uh, okay, of the remaining freaks, you can grab um, Colin. I actually am going to grab Colin because <laughs> I love Colin. <laughs> Just
0: there, Colin. There is at least a billion dollars on the table with the other characters, and you're like, yeah, Logan's best Colin pal. Colin has, no, but dude,
2: Colin has, he's the best pal. If it comes down he's to a, a fist
1: fight, him. he's probably number one.
2: <laughs> he's got the connections, he can clean up all the dirty what shit that that's oh, who okay. he's going to get into, and Kendall. So he's kind of like the rock on this team to keep uh, Stewie and Kendall in line, um, primarily Kendall. And um, yeah, in general, like nothing bad's going to happen to my team with Colin around.
0: <laughs> no assassinations. <laughs> yes. All
1: right. Okay, so remaining people are Frank, Carl, Carrie, and Connor. And I those are the four.
3: Yes. Yep. Ooh.
1: Okay. With my fourth pick, I'm gonna get honor Roy um, you know, polling at one percent. Not <laughs> a significant number. None of, like honor, 1%. none of us are at one percent. None of us are at one percent. That's no. millions Dude, of people.
2: But if he falls below one percent, he'll be a laughing stock. <laughs> that's true, that's what I'm even sure, but uh, with Connor,
1: I'm basically just adding a, a billion dollars and someone that's, like, pretty easy to control, so, yeah, that that's, I, I he's, he's not my top pick, I don't want him, but I, I kind of had to get him, and of the remainder, I guess I'll pick Carl, Carl <laughs> am- amuses me as a character, I think Within the world of succession, you do kind of need a punching bag if you have Logan on your team, so he can serve that role for me. And yeah, I'm I'm pretty right. set with that five.
3: That's pretty
2: nice. Yeah, with my last pick, I'm going Frank over Carrie, because uh, yeah, I just think Frank has more clout than Carrie has, and although Carrie has an end with Logan, um I think that Frank has just got. The uh the experience to uh, guide the team, like he was when he was helping out Kendall after season one. So I'm very happy yeah. to end up with Carrie here. Really? I mean, okay. She was she was awesome in this episode.
0: She was funny. Was. <laughs> she was. She was good. Some, she had some bangers. She was like she was good. Um. Yeah. I I I'd rather have her than the other, the other goons. I don't know. I'll take okay. it.
3: That's
2: fair.
0: Would like
3: there be tensions,
1: though, if you have Carrie and Marsha on the same team? What does that yeah, mean for the fun. chemistry? Carrie, Marsha, Greg, Lucas, Madsen, Roman, Boyd. How, <laughs> how does that fit? Those <laughs> that five characters. A <laughs> <mind>. Okay. <laughs> I don't, maybe they pull it together. I don't know.
0: They
3: they have good ball movement. They'll be all right. Okay, we've, got, all right. we've got a good coaching staff. We'll be fine. All righty. We can call it there. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you. Yep. Our picks.